Hello and welcome, Bengals fans. How are we doing today? This is your host of the Sports Ethos Cincinnati Bengals podcast. My name is Josh Reeser. You can find me on Twitter at R-I-E-S-S-E-R-1-4. And you can find this Sports Ethos page at at Ethos Bengals. Like always, thank you for listening and subscribing and downloading. And if you haven't, please do. Uh, you can find me on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, almost everywhere. Uh, a lot of happened in NFL preseason week one. Uh, I'm going to talk about this Bengals-Packers game. I had the pleasure of working during it, so I, I did a little rewatch. Uh, you know, bartending during it was not very fun because, uh, let's just say, the Bengals did not look very impressive. I mean, that said, they... Uh, they were playing all their backups. Dax Hill was the only starter to play, and he only played one series. And in that series, he looked good. Uh, but, you know, honestly, to you know, the Packers' offense, they looked pretty good, too. I, I was a little shocked. They haven't really found their breakout receiver, I guess. Maybe it's Christian Watson. Maybe it's Romeo Dubs. But Jordan Love actually looked pretty decent. Uh, he got the ball out of his hands fast. LaFleur has always been a good offensive coach. Uh, and then even their rookie, Sean Clifford, I liked a lot. Uh, the kid out of Penn State, who's not really a kid. He's kind of older, but I just think that was kind of a theme amongst week one in the in the preseason. Like, these rookie quarterbacks, they all look pretty good. And I'm kind of upset that since he did not grab one, uh, like I said, Clifford was zooming the ball. He kind of looked like a, 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 a version of Brett Favre, to be honest. He's just throwing the shit out of it. Uh, pardon my language. But then even Aiden O'Connell for the Raiders, he looked really good coming out of Purdue, another older guy. A lot of these guys had the COVID year, so they were able to play another year and gain that experience. Uh, Dorian Thompson-Robinson out of UCLA is tearing it up for the Browns. He's played well in two games. I mean, like, why didn't the Bengals draft a quarterback? You always need to, you should always draft a quarterback. I don't know. Because uh, it's just like in practice, in the game... The two backups that are fighting, Simeon and Browning, they they are not impressing, and they're kind of holding everybody back. So it's like, I don't even need to see the starters in the pre- preseason if they're going to have to deal with Browning and Simeon the whole time, because that's just, they got to figure something out there. Anyways, enough about the quarterback situation for now. Uh, so yeah, like I said, back to the Bengals. Dax Hill did have a very nice pass breakup on Christian Watson. Uh, first drive of the game, broke from deep, played it so good. He he last second breakup, and it would have it would have been a big touchdown, but luckily he was there. Some other people in the secondary that uh, I noticed, uh, DJ Turner, he played pretty well. Uh, he started off a little shaky, but now that's to be said. Uh, you know, first first NFL game. Uh, he finished with four tackles, two of them being for losses. So that's nice to see out of a cornerback, especially a young guy. Uh, a couple pass breakups as well. He, you know, he he looks like he's going to be a solid contributor first year. I don't think he starts. He might be cornerback three or four, but he definitely played better than old Sidney Jones. Uh, Alan George got a lot of run. I think that was just for the Bengals to see what he could do. Uh, but back to Sidney, like. He got he got beat on a couple plays like it was good coverage, but he just like he got out muscled, he got out, just wasn't athletic enough, I guess. I don't know. 
So, and I believe he's also been missing a few days in practice. So, you know, they they say the best ability is availability. So hopefully, uh, we get a little more uh, clear clear view of what's going on in that cornerback room because even DJ Ivy, the other rookie, you know, we got two DJs out there, uh, freaking turntables out there. That's what they should be called now, the turntables. Uh, they like the young and fast and good tacklers. I like what I'm seeing out of the secondary. Plus, even Jordan Battle had some good plays. He's been lauded for his high IQ. Uh, I want to see if he gets to play next game with the with the starters at all. I'll get into that later. Uh, but here's here's a big guy. Not a big. He's not. He's not a big guy. He played like one. Tyson Anderson, who is on the bubble, kind of. He's fighting for that like third safety spot almost, or third in line. To, I guess back up both. Um, two interceptions, one of them being a pick six where he he read Sean Clifford's eyes so well and made a great break on the ball and took it maybe like 30 yards just untouched. And then the second one, he wrestled out of a tight end's hands. Granted, it was rookie Tucker Craft, but still to show the strength, like the well, he was right on it. He was right on his hips. It was great. He was right on him and just wrestled that ball as they were fighting to the ground. So Tyson's trying to, you know, he he plays special teams. He's trying to earn a spot on this team. He wants to be there, I can tell. And I want him there, too, because I always bring up he was one of the three guys with the, the under 4-3-40 speed. And I love the athleticism and the speed and the defense. Uh, special teams-wise, McPherson looked like money, like like usual. I guess his, his season wasn't as good as his rookie year, but this past year, I should say. But he made all four of his field goals, basically... Uh, him and Tyson Anderson were was the only point scored. Offense did not have a touchdown. That's never fun to say. I'll kind of get into that a little bit more when I when I highlight some of the offensive guys that I liked. Uh, but rookie punter Brad Robbins, he looks like he event, Drew Christman is hurt right now, I believe. But Robbins, you know, he had five punts. Boo. Uh, average 45 yards a punt, though, and long of a 65-yarder. So the kid's got a leg, and uh, he pinned them back in the 20 a couple times. So it's good to see something that needed to be worked on is improving. Okay, let's get an offense because my guy, Yoshi, Andre Yeshivas, is so good. He's so good. I love him. Like, if he balls out against Atlanta, I am... Uh, I'm going to have to change my Peter Wark jersey to uh, to an Andre jersey, and I can't wait to do it. He had 10 targets, which to me signifies that whichever quarterback is out there, they have trust in this kid. You know, he came over as that track convert. He's supposed to be raw. He's supposed to only be a field stretcher. He's big and fast. That's all he had. But no, like 10 targets? And I can think of three off the top of my head that were just like bad throws. That he almost caught anyways. Uh, kid's an athlete. He uh, finished with only four receptions on those ten targets, which is unfortunate. But like I said, I could think of three that were bad throws. One of them was a crazy touchdown he barely missed. Made a great adjustment in the air, back shoulder catch, and his second foot barely went out of bounds. It was, which it did. But man, like, it was a third and 17. It was crazy. Uh, he had, he also had a long of 24, 
Uh, he took a, a, it was kind of like a drag route across the field, stiff-armed his dude, and then just like put on the burners, put a step on someone. He got a huge block from the receiver. I can't remember which one it was. I'm sorry. Um, but then he stepped out of bounds, which I kind of wish he would have uh, barreled into the, the cornerback right there. Maybe he could have got a few more yards, and that would have got the crowd and the talk even more amped up about this kid. But man, like... And also, he is a beast run-blocking. He There was multiple times where he just gets his dude and just runs him right out of bounds. Like, it's so fun to watch him. I, I think he might have taken over the wide receiver five role. He, it doesn't show on the current dev chart, but I think at the end of the preseason, I think it's going to be uh, Jamar T., Boyd up there, Trent Irwin, he has apparently, he's, I mean, he looks decent, he's solid, he's earned their trust, obviously, and I think it's Andre, it could be Stanley Morgan, because of special teams and his familiarity with the system, but, I don't know, the, the, oh my god, I hate that guy, he zooms up and down my road every day, so loud, I love everybody PlayStation too. anyways, um, Wow, I really hate that guy now because he completely threw me off track. But anyways, uh, fifth receiver role, because the next guy I'm talking about, Charlie Jones, I don't know much. I haven't seen much. I do know he's going to play through a torn labrum, which I don't agree with at all. He uh, he saw six targets. They so only caught two for 11 yards, uh, strictly working out of the slot, I believe. I honestly wish they'd put him on IR, let him rest this year. They they clearly don't need him in the receiving room. I get he's a good returner, and he did have two punt returns for seven yards, which I guess good for him. He can make something happen there. But, like, with Andre showing up and the, and the depth we have at receiver, like, why rush him? Why risk further injury? I don't get that. So, receiver looks good, but kind of questionable at the same time. Uh, Tanner Hudson tight end. He looked good on the for receiving aspects, and decent blocking as well. Uh, four targets, so he had four catches, 29 yards. He looked good out there, honestly. Like, I've been kind of hating on him, but he kind of shut me up a little bit. And I think he's kind of taken over that like the true backup to Irv Smith. I think Drew Sample is the backup, is tight end too. He'll be out there when they need two tight ends uh, for the run blocking aspect of his game. You know, that's why he was that second round pick back in the day. So warranted. Uh, anyways. Tanner Hudson, then he got hurt. So, of course, that, that always happens. I don't think it's too serious, but... I'm in the tight end room right now. It's looking like Irv Sample. And I think Tanner Hudson's beating out Devin Asiasi for that third tight end spot. Uh, next is the running backs we'll talk about. Uh, Chase Brown. He looked pretty good. Uh... Running the ball, not so well. Then again, he was playing with like the third set of offensive linemen, and they weren't doing anything. Like a few of those guys looked pretty overwhelmed. Like Jackson Kirkland's had a, been talked up a lot out of Washington because he's a huge guard. He's like six seven, three thirty. Uh, he yeah didn't look great, but on the receiving end, Chase Brown looked really good. Three targets, three receptions, 33 yards. There's a lot of threes in there. Repetition, alliteration, hike. But no, I, he caught the ball well. 
uh, there was a few like rub plays where he he blocked or he chipped the defender and then ran out on the flat and he looked pretty explosive once he had the ball in his hands as is promising uh pass blocking wise not so great doesn't need to work on that i think right now the running back room is it's it's kind of in a flux Trevion Williams is on his way back. Uh, there was a video of him kind of like balancing on a medicine ball on one leg, strengthening up that ankle again, which I've had to do that many times. Uh, always got ankle injuries playing rugby for 17 years now. Um, but, you know, Travion, if he can come back healthy, he's got that probably that pass blocking down real secured, but even Chris Evans, he looked decent. He had, he had a big run. He had seven rushes for 49 yards, 33 of them coming on one, where he just kind of snuck through the hole and hit the gap and was didn't quite have the finishing speed. That's not really his thing. But, you know, he they've actually drawn up plays for him. He's got a few touchdowns in a couple of seasons. He's a good receiving back. So maybe it's behind Mixon. It's these guys just kind of mix and match. You know, Zeke is off the market now. He signed in New England, so that pipe dream's over for the people that were still thinking that. I didn't hate it. Uh, Dalvin Cook just signed with the Jets, so that's not ever going to happen. I didn't think that would. But, like, running back is so scarce. Like, I hope one of these guys steps up, and if it can be Chase Brown, I'd love it, because he does, like, really explosive when he gets the ball in his hands. So, yeah, Bengals lose 36-19 of the Packers. Uh, you know, no starters playing. The Packers had their offense out there for the first couple drives, and they looked good. Jordan Love looked good, blah, blah, blah. I'm not lo looking too much into the score in the, fi the final. I'm glad I got to see a bunch of the guys, a bunch of the rookies play, I should say. Um, but, you know, we really need the backup quarterback position to, to get solidified or for someone to step up. I almost prefer Browning at this point just because he's a little more mobile. But, I mean, like, I guess I'd still almost rather have Carson Wentz in both of them. Like, maybe someone gets cut. Maybe Brandon... Well, I've heard he, uh, Jake Liskow and James Rapine on Lockdown Bengals were talking about how Brandon Allen is being sought after in, in San Francisco. And now there's talks of Trey Lance being traded so they can keep Brandon Allen as the third quarterback. Like, is he really that much better of an upgrade than Simeon and Browning? I didn't think so at first, but apparently... Frickin' Lee. I don't know. That position needs to get better in general. Uh, Jackson Carmen has been moved around a lot. You know, they, they try to give him the left guard starting spot. Then he went to right tackle. Now he's practicing at left tackle where he played at Clemson. I mean, at what point do we say, see ya? Like, where in the world is Carmen saying... Jackson Carmen, maybe San Diego, because hopefully not here. Honestly, I think they should trade him to the Jets, since everyone else wants to go there. Trade him for either a running back or a tight end, because they have a stockpile of both of those positions. And the Bengals could use one. You know, and there's a lot of competition for the backup offensive line, and the fact that I want him out of there says that he's, like, he's low-tier. Low like, I don't even... I'd rather have a Denigy and Deontay Smith on the field. Trey Hill's apparently going to be the backup center with Max Sharping kind of being a swing interior lineman. 
Ben Brown's fighting for a spot. Like, I don't know how many offensive linemen they keep. Probably four. A couple tackles and a, a couple guys that can play both inside spots. Apparently there's four guys at practice afterwards trying to, trying to snap to learn center to, to, to find a spot. I don't know. Like, that's not very comforting either. It's looking like uh, Bengals are going to have to rely on this defense carrying up to the preseason here and uh, let's uh, just hope Cincinnati gets out with no injuries, and, uh, major injuries, I should say. I know there's going to be some, but at this point, keep the starters out the field on offense. Um, transitioning into there, I guess, the Cincinnati Bengals starting defensive players will get one series against the upcoming Falcons game. So I like to see them show up well. All I've heard all training camp is how disruptive this defensive line is going to be. So let's make Desmond Ritter uncomfortable because a lot of Atlanta's offensive success will stem from him. Atlanta's got a fun young team. I lived there for like five years, so I've got maybe a little bit of a soft spot for Atlanta. That's when uh, Matt Ryan was quarterback. The, the poor infamous... I wasn't living in Atlanta when it happened, but when they blew it against the Patriots, oh man, I'll never forget watching that Super Bowl. Uh, but the Falcons, like, I still got a buddy who's a who's a big fan, and we kind of talk every now and then about them. Their, their team, like, I'm a fan of their ground and pound philosophy. Arthur Smith, I think, is a good coach. Sometimes he's a little too hard-headed, but whatever. It's your team, I guess. Do what you want. But Bijan, and Algier, and Patterson, those are three good running backs. I would love Algier on the Bengals. Like, the great running back room. Can't get past that. The, the receiver, Drake London, supposedly, uh, you know, he hasn't shown that much. He's going to be great, I think. But his quarterback play has kind of hindered him. Kyle Pitts has been talked up year after year. He's kind of not lived up to expectations. You could also kind of blame that on the quarterback play. But Atlanta could be fun, so I'm interested to see how the defense uh, plays against them. I think it should be a three and out. I think uh, Hendrickson will get Desmond on the, on the rollout, force an overthrow and sideline, and set up pump with nice field position I think that's how the first drive goes and so you know the Bengals did have an updated depth chart uh, Dax Hill and Nick Scott are going to be th the first safeties out there I'm interested to see them play together who lines up where uh, I also want to see if Jordan Battle comes out there first series and they get any three safety sets uh, the defensive line I want to see if uh, they get any like speed package out there where they get four pass rushers out there. Would love to see it. Cam uh, Taylor Britt and DJ Turner, are they going to start since uh, Cheeto is still coming back? Which uh, he has been shadowing receivers at practice and he will or he should be ready by week one. So I can't wait for that. Uh, like having him back in the secondary is going to be huge. Like that's going to be such a fun, athletic, fast secondary. They're going to be all over the freaking place. Um, I'm also looking for my boy Andre Yoshivas. If he plays well, like, is his spot secured? It has to be. I already think it is. Like, he's been such a darling of camp and for a sixth-round pick. Like, that's great. 
That's a, what a hit. This I think this entire draft class is a hit. Uh, Simeon starting over Jake Browning. The, but that was known that that was going to happen. They're going to flip flop, and maybe he'll look better with uh, you know the second string offensive line as opposed to the third. So, kind of a lot of questions. I'm excited. They play Friday night again. I have to work again. So try to try to sneak that game on, and hopefully I'll be able to get out early. Probably not. But I'm looking forward to it. You know, it's a lot of it's a lot of interesting camp battles. It's interesting to see which positions the Bengals are going to keep multiple guys at, or more so than they should, I guess I should say. Uh, so yeah, a couple more weeks of preseason, and then we're on to the two-week one. I can't wait. I Joe Burrow's been uh, been ramping up. I've, he's been running. He's been throwing, so not nearly as concerned. I think I'm more concerned about the backup quarterback spot than I should be, but you never know. Like like I said earlier, these rookie quarterbacks that are looking so good, like why why not take a lat round pick? Go sign one. I don't know. Go sign a couple. But that'll do it, guys. I appreciate you again for listening. The Ethos Bengals Sports Ethos Podcast. Once again, you can find that at Ethos Bengals on X. You can find me, R-I-E-S-S-E-R-1-4 on X. Have a good day.